Hi everybody, it's Anthony. Welcome back to On the Table. Um, yeah. I don't know why I just said it like that, honestly. It is 2.45 right now, and I am doing pretty good today. Um, you know, I'm by myself today. I'm having one of the best days I've had in such a long time. Like, I'm by myself. I'm getting a bunch of work done. I'm actually filming two videos today. So, I am really productive today, and I love that. Like, I'm filming two videos today, um, like, at a time, so I'm filming twice today. And I'm also recording this podcast, so I've had such a productive day today. But, yeah, I've been doing pretty good recently. It is a new month, it's May, and my birthday is in, what, time I'm recording this on Sunday, too. My birthday is in three days, and I'm kind of scared, but it's fine, um, so I hope I have a good birthday soon, but I actually woke up today, it's funny, because I actually woke up today thinking it was my birthday, and, like, I was, like, talking to my friend on the phone, and I, like, looked at my, I, like, looked at the date, no, wait, I, like, I was, like, oh, my God, is it my birthday day, and I didn't even realize, and I looked at the date, and it was only May 2nd, and I literally, like, it was so funny, because then I was like, well, why didn't anyone else wish me happy birthday, and why did I forget it was my birthday? So, that was kind of funny, but, yeah, I'm doing pretty good. I got my glasses fixed, thank God. I'm getting new glasses, too. Like I said last episode, I think it was last episode, I had that breakdown, and I sat on my glasses accidentally and broke them. But now, my glasses are fine, and I'm getting new ones, and it's all super good, so... I'm excited, um, so yeah, today's episode, we're gonna be talking about the future, and what I'm gonna, what I'm hoping to do with my life in the future, I'm really excited about this, because I've been thinking about this a lot, and yesterday I got my hair, I was getting my hair cut, and I saw this baby, now, I have voiced my opinion on babies a lot, Pretty, I'm pretty, I'm pretty vocal in my opinion about babies. I don't like, I don't really like kids because you know they're annoying. They crack too much. They're a lot of work, whatever. And I don't have baby fever whatsoever. I'm literally like still like seven years old. But I looked at this child, and this baby was the one of the cutest babies I've seen, like, ever. Like, the, like the little kid was so cute. So I was thinking, I was like, I actually really cannot wait to have kids. Like, that thought crossed my mind for, like, two seconds. I don't know why. And I was like, wait, I'm, like, kind of, like, excited to have kids. So I can, like, take them to, like, the barber shop and take them places. And, like, that. And like people, like, romanticize the idea of having kids so much that it's, like, point where it's, like, annoying. But this is, like, the first thought I've had of, like, having, like, a good experience with kids. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I just can't wait. Which which led me to thinking about the future, which is about today, which is today's podcast episode topic. So we're gonna be topic talking about that more in depth. I'm really excited. I hope you guys are doing well today. And um, yeah, so let's just get into the episode. I'm super excited to talk about it. So let's talk about my personal life in the future. What I want in my personal life. I feel like I, at some point, am going to go to therapy when I'm older. Not because of, of any traumatic experiences I've had when I was, you know, younger or really anything like that. 
I just think I, I could really benefit from having a therapist in case something does happen or I need to t get something off my chest or, you know, even for, like, marriage counseling. I think I'm going to end up doing that if stuff starts to get a little bit rocky in the future. And I feel like it's really important because, like, you can't really just talk to anyone about certain things like that. Like, you can't talk to the same person about stuff like that. Like, I feel like having a therapist on hand is, like, good for, like, mental health. Like, even though, like, um, some people, like, it has, like, kind of, like, a bad rep to it. I, trust me, I literally hated therapy. Like, I never actually went to therapy. I, like, our school had, like, a counselor. And she just, like, every single counselor that I had in school, like, never really helped my personal problems and always told people. So, I was like, okay, they're basically the therapists of our school, so that means I'm never going to a therapist. But I was thinking, I was like, okay, well, it's not really the same thing, because it's a school counselor, you know? And I think therapy, like, I would love to try out therapy one day. Not really right now. I don't think I would want to try out therapy right now because I'm still kind of, like, scarred from school counselors and stuff like that. But I think I would eventually want to try out therapy because, you know, things I would want to talk about with the therapist, you know. Again, not, not saying that I have any, like, very, really, really, really traumatic experiences yet. But I just feel like it would be really, really good to have a therapist that you can talk to who's not in your family or who's your friend or whatever, whatever. I just feel like they could really help in some way. Now, now, all therapists aren't good. I know that for a fact. All therapists are not good. But, like, I feel like it's good to just, like, experience therapy once, you know, in your life. I feel like that's really good. And also, my personal life, I would want to, like really find myself and like and like really be find myself and be comfortable in myself I mean I am now but I feel like there's still some parts of me that I'm not really like showcasing or like I'm waiting till I'm older to showcase because it's like it's like I'm scared of what people will think and you know stuff like that so I'm kind of just holding that in myself it's not it's literally not anything serious either. I'm just like talking about like oh like how I really am. I act how I really am now, and trust me, I've changed because I feel like there's no need to. Cause like before quarantine happened in like 2018, 2019, I was really I was very different around my friends and stuff like that. I was very different. I was constantly really loud. I was just hyper all the time, and I would just, like, be crazy. But now that I'm older, number one, not, and, like, number two, I found myself. I feel like there's no need to do that anymore. Like, you can even tell in my podcasting. If you go back to the first podcast episode that I ever made, I sound completely different. I, you know, I'm, I'm just seem completely different than what I was that year, you know? And I feel like... There's just no need to be that way anymore. But like I'm saying is that I would love to be more comfortable in myself. I would love to try out a bunch of different things in my personal life that I haven't before. I feel like that could really be cool. And I feel like I only live once. So it's like I feel like it would look it – would, would, that would be like really, really cool for life experiences too. Like 
traveling, trying out new things, trying out different, during going to different countries, you know, um, even like friends, like go road tripping with my friends, I feel like that could be really cool. And like my personal life, like I just feel like, like my person, I feel like my personal life is really good now. I just feel like I need to have more life experiences when I'm older in the future. I need to stop caring about what people think. Like I don't. I like like I said, I'm a change person. Back in 2018, 2019, I literally cared about everyone. I literally cared about what everyone thought of me. But now, I'm just like I don't really care. Like even with like my fashion, if someone doesn't like my outfit, okay. Good for them. I don't really care. I'm still going to wear the outfit. Now. Like, I don't really care about what you think about it either, you know? But, like, I feel like I, there's still some parts of me that are like, okay, I really cannot wear this out because I feel like I'll get judged. But I feel like I really just don't want to care anymore. Like, I really just don't want to care. Because I feel like if I'm caring too much is what holding me back from actually showcasing who I am, you know? So that's my, like, personal life. What I want to kind of want to do with my personal life in the future. I want to just be myself a little. I want to be myself more. Be, I don't, I don't want to be in my own head all the time. I want to just live and, you know, experience new things and stuff like that. I think I'll actually have that in college because it's like college is like a, a really big experience. And, like... Again, not everyone goes to college. I kind of touched on that. I think it was the first episode of On the Table. Not everyone goes to college, and that's fine. But I feel like I want to experience that sort of community, especially with me thinking about going to an HBCU. If you don't know what an HBCU is, if you don't know what an HBCU is, it's a historically black college or university. And, you know, most black people go there. And I feel like during my childhood, I haven't really had that connection with black people or people of color that are like me at all. Because all throughout my life, I grew up in a predominantly white area. And, you know, which is fine. But I feel like I'm kind of missing out on that whole... Sorry, a truck, a really loud truck just passed by. But I feel like I've been kind of missing that whole black community or like a community element of black people and I want to be a part of that I want to experience that so an HBCU is definitely in consideration for me and I know I said I'd never want to go down south for college or go down south period because it just I don't it's not like my vibe you know but I would go as far as Washington DC to go to college like I feel like that'd be really really cool a new place to live but I also still want to just live out my dreams of going to L.A. and stuff like that. I know there's one HBCU in California. I don't really know. I forget what it's called, but there is one there. But, yeah, I just feel like I want to have more of a community also. And when I'm talking about my future, I'm talking about college and beyond, not just, like, the end of high school and stuff like that. Or, like, I just want to – I'm talking about, like, college – and beyond, you know? So, yeah. Personal life-wise, I want to have a more community element in my life. I want to try out therapy. I really want to try, try out therapy. I want to, um, you know, just be myself and 
go with new experiences and meet new people that I haven't met before. So, yeah. Um, next, I'm going to be talking about my future as far as my um, work life. So, like I said, I don't know what I want to do with my life yet. And you, you know what? It's not, it's okay because I am only in ninth grade. But I'm also almost a sophomore in high school. So, I kind of need to know what I want to do with my life because you start touring colleges, you start applying to colleges your junior year, and that's literally only a year away. So, oh my god, that literally just hit me. I gra- I- okay. Okay, well, I'm a junior- I will be a junior next year. Not next year, like- like next year, like 2022, I'll be a junior. Well, well, I'll be going into junior year. Let's say that. I'll be going into junior- which is honestly terrifying. And I feel like I kinda need to know what I want to do by next- by next school year. Because time is really running out for me. And, like, this year has, like, flown by, like, as a, like, a breeze. Literally, it's flown by like a breeze. And I was just like, okay, I'm just going to do my schoolwork and then, like, not care about anything else, really, for, like, a year. And then I'll figure out what I want to do. But I feel like I need to know what I want to do beginning of sophomore year. I, well, not beginning, but, like, towards the, like, middle of sophomore year. I need to know what I'm going to do with my life. Because junior year, I am... Beginning of junior year, I need to start applying and looking at colleges. Or, if, or even if I don't want to go to college by that time, I'll think of, I need to think about what I'm going to do. And honestly, it's very scary to me because it's like, I don't know what I'm going to do yet. Not to be like emo or anything, I just genuinely have no idea what I want to do with my life yet. And I know that I have this whole YouTube and podcast thing going around. And, of course, of course, I'm going to keep doing that for as long as I can. I literally love doing this. I love that I get to do this. Record podcasts, share my life with you guys, connect with you guys, filming YouTube videos, posting them. I love it. No matter how small or large my audience is, I will, I, I will always love doing this. And I will keep doing this until I just cannot anymore. So, as far as, like, I know people are like, oh, YouTube isn't a real job. But, like, if YouTube doesn't take off for me, I need to know what I'm going to do, and I don't want to be like, oh, YouTube just will never take off for me, because I know it will happen one day, I know it will happen, I can, I just feel it, whatever I put my mind to, I can do, I'm just saying, like, if, for some reason, it's just not attainable, I need to figure out what I'm going to do, as far as, like, jobs and stuff like that, and careers, when I was younger, actually, I considered being an anesthesiologist. I don't know. I wanted to be an anesthesiologist so bad when I was younger. And that lasted till I was about, like, 10. And then I wanted to be a singer. And then that quickly died because I literally cannot sing. I actually used to be able to sing really, really well. And then I just stopped. And then now I don't know how to sing anymore. I will not sing for you guys. I do not know how to do it. But, okay. And then, like, I wanted to sing. And then that stopped. That stopped like, a month later, and then I was like, okay, being a dancer sounds pretty cool. That went on for, like, a year, and then now I'm here, and I was like, okay, content creator, 
or an entrepreneur. That's what that's where my head's at right now. Being a content creator, being an entrepreneur, having my own business, being my own boss, because one thing I always said was I never want to work for someone else. Because I've seen how my parents did it. I see how my siblings are doing it. I see how people around me are doing it, my family even. And it's like, I never want to go through that. As privileged as that sounds, I never want to do that. And I hope that I'm fortunate enough to be able to not work for anybody else because it's like, I feel like I would like lose my mind if I were to, if someone else was controlling me because that's just not the type of person I am. I don't like following the rules. I don't like people controlling me, telling me what to do. I've never actually liked that since I was like a little kid. I never like people telling me what to do. But of course, as being a little kid, I had to follow what everyone said. But I feel like when I go into the work plate, when I go into the workforce, I really want to do my own kind of thing and not be and not really care about saying yes to a boss or saying yes to a boss that is telling me to do something I don't want to do. I want to be my own boss and I always said that. So it's like content creator, whatever whatever that even brings me to, it doesn't even have to be YouTube, even like Instagram, whatever. Just the content creator cuz I love like I want to do something I love and I love creating content and filming podcast episodes, and, you know, coming up with ideas for businesses I want to run, like, all that type of thing. And I'm actually getting my first business up and running, too. That's in the works. So I'm really excited. So hopefully I can keep that going when I get older, as I progress, and it, the empire builds, and, you know, I can pass it down to my children and my grandchildren and stuff like that. That's, like, my main goal right now, is to build my own empire Make my own business, create, be a content creator of some sort, and and I know this dream will work out for me. I know it will, because I've been working so hard. I've been working so hard. I'm also might cuss because I'm just so passionate about this. But I've been working my ass off for this, and I've been working so hard to put my foot in this door. Of being, you know, with this whole YouTube thing. Because I know it's going to be twice as hard being a black creator. I'm really trying to put my foot in this door. I've been doing it for at least three, four years now. I've been consistently making videos. Trying to increase my brand. Trying to build my brand. Stuff like that. It's been a slow process, but that's with everything. Everything is a slow process, but I know in the future that I am going to get to where I want to be. Not saying I want to be the most famous person on YouTube. I just want to be known, you know? I want to be known. I want people to get to relate to me. I want people to be more in scoop with my life. I want people to actually support me, you know? And I have a pretty good amount of supporters right now, and I'm so grateful for them, but I want to increase, I want to build my brand, I want to increase that following, I want to, you know, do all, do all that, and I know that kind of sounds bad, but that is the truth, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you guys, it's like, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you guys and be like, oh, like it's, I don't really want to have as many, I don't want to have a lot of people who follow me, I do, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you guys, like that's, that's not what I want, I want that. Because I want to be able to help people. That's my main goal. I want to be able to help people with this whole YouTube thing and podcasting. I want to be able to help people because I love helping people. 
as far as it's giving advice, making people feel comfortable, making people feel safe, making people feel entertained. I want that because I love making people feel comfortable and helping people. That's one of my favorite things ever. So, yeah, as far as money goes, of course, I would love to have a lot of money. I feel like that's pretty much everyone's dream wish is to have a lot of money. But I don't want to... Like, I want to have a lot of money, of course. But I don't want to let money consume me and make me feel like that it's, I'm better than everyone else. Because I've seen people who, you know, make lots of money. I hear about people who make... I hear about people who make lots of money. And... They're just horrible people. I do not want to turn out like that in any way, shape, or form. People who have money are some of the worst people to ever exist. And I know it's, like, cliche for, like, movies and stuff like that, for, like, the rich people to be, like, mean. But it's actually real life. Like, people who I know or, like, who know my family who are worth millions and stuff like that. They act like they are the most incredible people ever, and they're not humbled. They feel entitled to everything, and they feel like they can just overpower, overpower people who don't deserve it. And I don't like that. I do not agree with that whatsoever, because it's like, I feel like if you have lots of money, you need to be humble. Like, it's honestly, like, a thing. Like, you need to be humble if you're going to have lots of money because it's, like, it could easily be taken away. And I feel like if you – I just feel like if you're going to, like, be as successful as you are, be humble because that will make everything better for you, honestly. Like, people who aren't humble with lots of money end up facing karma once – they like they end up facing karma like one day like one day they end up facing karma the money will all go away or something like of that nature happens where they it, it just like get ruined and i really that's just an example of people who aren't humble karma comes back around karma is is very much a real thing and people who don't really understand that get hit hard the most with karma so all i'm saying is for as far as my um, work goes in the future, I want to do something I love, be my own boss, have money, but also stay humble and stay true to myself because money can make people do crazy things. So that's my hopes for my work in the future. And I just want to really just live out my dreams and do whatever I want, not for anyone else. The next thing I'm going to be talking about my future is my relationships. Um, that's like dating and marriage and stuff like that and the relationship with my parents and friends and stuff like that. So as far as marriage goes, I feel like that's a huge commitment that I won't be really ready for until I'm at least 30. As It's just pretty normal. But some people get married when they're like 18. I just feel like... I need to make sure before I'm married that I am fully mature enough to handle marriage of some sort, being committed to one person, stuff like that. Because I know that people, most people at like 18, 19, 20 years old 
just are not ready for marriage, and that's why they get divorced so easily, and which is nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying that's kind of like the truth, but I just feel like when I'm at least like 30, I don't really know how I feel because I'm not 30 yet, but I feel like when I'm 30, I'll really be ready for marriage, and you know, my wife and I will, you know, just be happy, and if you have problems, we'll work through them, go to marriage counseling, I know some, there's, I don't know why, there's this stigma around going to marriage counseling, there's another truck, I literally hate people outside, but, there's, like, this huge stigma around, like, people going to marriage counseling, like, I've seen this myself, like, if a marriage is struggling, and people don't go to marriage counseling, what's the point in being, keep, like, what's the point in being in the relationship, I feel like marriage counseling could really work a lot of the time. Like, going to marriage counseling honestly just sounds like a better idea than just, like, not going. Because it's like, if, you're, if, you don't go to, if you don't get some sort of counseling for your marriage or relationship, then it's only going to get worse and it's going to happen a lot more. So going to marriage counseling honestly like really would really help. Now I'm not married or not in a relationship, so I really wouldn't know. But it to me it seems like it would really work, and it's like I just feel like it would really work. And like, of course, counseling isn't for everyone, which is okay because everyone's different. But I feel like in my case, like I said, I would want to go to therapy, and I feel like if my partner and I were having problems, me and her would just go to counseling, you know, and figure out what, what's been going wrong and how we could fix that and it'll strengthen the marriage or relationship or whatever. But along with relationship and marriage also comes children. And like I said, I really do not like children right now um like the thought of being a dad just does not it makes me actually want to throw up in my mouth and it makes me want to act it makes me like want to like bang my head into a wall and it already like makes my bank account just like hurt you know so because like kids are just a lot of money they're annoying they cry a lot they're not they can't do anything themselves and even though like i sell this and like i say all this well, like, even though kids in general are such a gift and a blessing, because I think I don't think most people realize that kids actually are a really, really huge blessing. And, like, having kids is such a commitment and such a blessing. And, you know, but, like, right now for me, kids... Like, for me, I can see myself right now, like, 23, still not wanting to have kids. Because it's like, I want to be able to live my life first without having to worry about someone else to take care of or someone someone else to feed and stuff like that. Like, I just don't want to do that because it's like, I want to be a little bit selfish in my early adult life. Like, I want to do that because I want to be able to live. Now, having kids that are on, like, 30, 35... Between the ages of 30 and 35, I'm completely okay with. I feel like then I'd be in dad mode and have baby fever and, and stuff like that. So, in my 20s, absolutely not. I will not have kids. 
or get married for that matter. In my 30s is when I was I think that would all happen. In the whole, you know, having kids before marriage thing, okay, I don't really care about that because if it happens, it happens. And either way, a kid is like, like a child is such a gift. So if it happens, it happens. Whatever. So I don't. I'm not really too. I'm not a huge like stickler on. Oh, I'm waiting until marriage to have kids. I know I won't have kids in my twenties, but in my thirties, if I have a kid before I'm married, oh well, it happens. It happens. Whatever. As long as my partner and I's relationship is good, marriage is always in the question. And I don't like date, like, even for, like, dating. Like, I don't, I don't think I'll date for the fun of it. I think I'm, if I date someone, it's because I can see myself being married to them or see myself having that sort of marriage relationship with them. Because, like, if not, then it's like, what, like, what am I, why am I in the relationship for? I feel like I'm, like, the only person that actually thinks that because most people my age are already dating. And, like, they break up, like, two weeks to like six months later, and I'm like, guys, you're not dating for a purpose. You're just dating for the fun of it. Which on it, it can be fun sometimes, but like on a serious note, like dating for fun really is not that fun. Cause you end up just always having heart, some sort of heartbreak in it, and it's like, well, if I had waited this out, then I really this this wouldn't have happened. But or the I wouldn't say it wouldn't happen, but like the chances of it happening would decrease. You know, so I feel like. Having kids and marriage and stuff like that is something that'll happen way down the line. Even, like, grandchildren. Like, even, like, okay, I want to touch on this, too. How I would raise my kids in the future. So, my parents and I's way of raising kids, I feel like, is very, very different. And I feel like, okay, well, it's not that different, but it's, like, there's some parts who are, like, completely different from each other. So, as far as, like, my kid having a phone, I would try to, or, like, or like having a phone and, like, being on social media, I would try to wait as long as possible not to expose them to that until they come up to me and ask, you know? I feel like I would just keep my child or children away from that for as long as possible until they come to me and bring it up and explain to me why they want to get into that. And, you know, I wouldn't be against it, but I would still tell them all of the good and bad things about the internet and having a phone and social media and stuff like that. And be like, and I'd say this, I'd be like, you can have a phone and have a social media, but don't let it consume your entire life, or don't let it get you down too much, because at that point, it com- it becomes toxic, and it's not good for either of us, so I'll let you have, you know, an Instagram, or whatever, it's whatever, or like a phone, if you can show me that you know what's right from wrong, and you know how to manage your mental health with a phone, like, that's what I would say to my kids, or children, because my parents, like, I feel like most parents, like, back then were like, oh, you can't have a phone till like, you're, like, like 15. And then you ask them, like, why? And then they're like, because I said so. Like, I don't feel like that's good parenting. I'm not, like, trying to bash, I'm not trying to, like, bash anyone's parenting or anything like that. But, like, 
one thing I don't like and won't do to my kids is, like, tell them they can't do something without giving them a reason. Because it's, like, I hate when adults do that to me. So it's, like, why would I do that to my own kids? Like, it doesn't make any sense to me why I would do that to my own kids. So I feel like if my kid if my kid asks me something, I'm, like, no, and they ask why, I'm going to give them a reason why. And it's going to be a good reason. And so, yeah, but, like, I feel like... I would totally say yes, and I'll explain to them how it can be toxic when they can show me if they can be responsible with it, then everything will be fine. Secondly, uh, dating. My kid's dating. Honestly, I don't care when they start dating. I feel like that's kind of, like, controversial, especially among, like, adults now. I don't really care when my kid kid starts dating as long as they talk to me about it and aren't, like closed off, or if they even talk to their mother, too. Like, I feel like if, like, dating isn't the question for my kids, I would want them to talk to me about it, or to their mother, or, you know, anyone in the family who they trust, and I feel like if they can trust me with their whole dating life, then I, they can, they should trust me with not telling all the other people in the family, because that's been happening, too, in these parents' day and age, in the day and age of our parents now, you could you would tell them something, and then they just tell the entire family, and it's like okay, that makes pe- that makes their kids not trust them any not trust them anymore. So with my parenting that I want to go about, I would let my kids date, but they would just have to be vocal about it with me, and I'd keep their promise of not telling everyone in the family, and I would constantly be there for them if they get their heart broken or, or questionable about their sexuality. I would totally be supportive of them, no matter what. That's something that will not be tolerated as homophobia and racism in my household. That will never be tolerated. I really, I will push that all the time. Homophobia, transphobia, racism, and ableism will never be tolerated in my household or in my family. Um, when I'm older, that's something that should not be good, should not be allowed. So, like, if my child is, you know, questioning their sexuality, I will totally be respectful and I will listen to them and help them in any way I can and be, you know, open to anything that they want to do. And I really hope their future mom is like that because if not, then I will not want to be in a relationship with them because that's going against my personal beliefs. Like, I would want to marry someone who has similar to be- similar beliefs to mine, but also has differences, you know, so we're not, like, the same person. I don't think that would be fun. But on, um, like, serious things like racism, homophobia, you know, political beliefs, human rights, anything, I would want us to be on the exact same page. But, yeah, like, if my child is thinking about, if I have, like, a son and my son is gay, I will totally be accepting of them, and I hope their brothers and sisters, and I know their brothers and sisters are going to be accepting, because I actually want to have, I want to have at least two kids. Three, if a miracle happens, or if I'm, like, really pushing it, three at most. I want to have three kids at most, and that's it. One kid, one to two kids is, is preferred, but if I have three, I'll still be happy, you know? But, Yeah. I also kind of want to have, like, an only child. I don't know why. I feel like having an only child is, like, different because I'm not an only child, so I want to see how it is through their eyes, you know? But if they, if my child 
when they grow up wants a sibling, whatever. I'll get. I'll give them what they want. They want a sibling. I will totally get them. I won't, I won't make them suffer or not give them a sibling when they ask. But you know, I just feel like the whole principles of my parenting, I feel like, are really, really good and respectful. Cause like I feel like some parenting is like the kid, like the parent only benefits from the parenting and not the kid too. I feel like parenting should be equally respectful to the kid and the parent. And that's what kind of what I already touched on with the whole listening to my kid, being respectful of their time, being respectful of, you know, anything they want to do. Unless I know that their lives will be in danger, then I will not agree. But, yeah. Um, children and cussing and smoking and whatever, whatever. I will not allow my kids to smoke until they are legal. I... Or, I wouldn't, okay, I wouldn't put such a restriction on it, because I feel like I would let my kids try it. If they're not curious, I would like, okay, only do it when you're legal and you're grown. But if my child is curious, and let's say my child went to a party, right, and at that certain high school party, there was, you know, vaping and alcohol, and they were responsible and safe with it, or if even if they weren't. I would want them to tell me that they did it. I wouldn't want them to hide that they did it. I would want them to go home and tell me. Like, I want to be able, I want my kid to be able to trust me enough that, that if they were to, like, smoke or drink, that they would tell me right away and be completely fine with it. But anyway, like, if my child comes home and it's like, hey, dad, hey, mom, um, at this party there was, like, drugs and alcohol there, and I tried a little bit of it, and I kind of liked it or I didn't like it, I'd be like, okay. Or if they tell me to be like, well, how did you, how did they make you feel? And if they were like, oh, it made me feel terrible, I would never want to try that again. And I'd be like, okay, well, thank you for something. Thank you for telling me. And that would be it. Like I'd be like, thank you for telling me. But if my child was like, oh yeah, I kind of liked it, to be like, okay, I'd have that talk with them. I'd be like, okay, I trust you enough to do it. But if you're going to do it, please, please, please. Be responsible with it because I do not want to risk my child dying. That's exactly what I would tell them. I do not want to risk my child dying. Okay? That's exactly what I want. That's exactly what I want to tell them. And also cussing. I feel like my child... Be able, I, I really don't care about cussing. If my child... I feel like I would let my child cuss around me at like 16. I don't really care about cussing as, as much. But if they're cussing at me... Not acceptable. I don't like... I don't... I don't deal with, like, not being, children not being respectful, but, like, if we're, like, just cuss, if they're just cussing in general, not at me or their mother or their siblings, then fine, totally fine, so, yeah, that's all about children and relationships, now, I'm gonna move on to how I want to die, this is gonna be really emo, and I want to talk about this because I've been thinking about this a lot, so, most people, I think, or mo- people in America, really, are, are, are like, bu- buried in, in the ground in casket, and now they're, like, a whole funeral. I'm different. I want to die. I want to be buried. I want to die. I want my body. I don't want to be cremated. I don't want to be buried in a casket in a cemetery. I don't want any of that. I want to be pushed out into the ocean. That's it. I just want to be let out in the ocean, like, 
I've seen some movies where they where some families put their dead relative on a boat, or like on like a set of like sticks or leaves or like on a boat, and they just push the dead body into the water and let the body sink. And that's how I want. That's how I want to like be buried, quote unquote, or die. That's how I want to die. I say that because I feel like it's a lot more. Like I feel like it's a lot more personal. And I feel like me and water, or me and the ocean, have just such a personal connection. This is going to sound so weird and hippie-ish, but I feel like me and the ocean have su- have this sort of connection, and I'm, like, drawn to the ocean, you know? I feel like me and the ocean have this certain connection, and I feel like it'd be more personal for the family to just push me out into the ocean. If any, uh, like, push me out into any ocean that they choose. Because I don't really care which ocean it is. I just want to be pushed out the ocean. <laughs> and, like, it'd be cool if, like, 30 years... Or, like, 30, like, 30, like, 100 years after I die... Some scientists or some explorers find me at the bottom of the ocean... And I'm, like... The, or I'm, like, the DNA of what life was like back then. During my time, I was old. I feel like that could be really, really cool, too. That's kind of, like, a weird fantasy that I have. But I would really want to be buried in, or, like, I, I like the way I want to be, quote-unquote, buried is my family to be, for me to be pushed out into the ocean, or I would want, if my wife and I die at the same time, or around the same time, I would want my chick, my kids, my family members, you know, whatever, to put my wife and I on the same boat and push us away together. I feel like that could be really, really cute and personal and you know it's like even in death we're still together so that's kind of how I want to die um and the last thing I want to talk about is what I want my legacy to be this is pretty simple what I want my legacy to be after I die is I want for my I want to just be known for not taking anything from anyone. Being an overall good person, being a nice person, being accepting, being loving, being just a good human being. And also, I want my business to also be a legacy to the family. And I would, you know, I would want to just be known for being me, you know, like, being a nice person, having my own business, I just want to be known for being me after I die, and even in my will, uh, and that's pretty much it, that's nothing, and, like, nothing else to expand upon, that's literally just what I want my legacy to be, and as far as, like, my will goes, I would definitely want my money to be split up between my kids, how many, whatever, how many I have, I want money to be split up with my kids, and I want my house to be left to all three of my kids, or either all three of my all either all of my kids. I don't know why I said all three of my kids. Like I'm gonna have three kids. I don't even know how many kids I'm gonna have yet. But all my kids are just one my one kid, or if my if I have multiple kids, I would want the oldest one 
to get the house first. And then when they don't want it anymore, do not sell it, but pass it down to your siblings. You know, like I would want that. And I just wanted to be fair. And that, you guys, is what I want my future to look like. That's it. That's literally what I want my future to look like. Um, there was not really a question panel this episode because it's like this episode really is just about me. It's selfish and funny as it sounds. This episode really is just about me. So I wanted that to. I just wanted this to talk. I just wanted to talk about my future. Um, but next episode I will have a, a advice like a advice panel or like a um question panel. But yeah, that's it. that's the end of the episode. I really hope you guys enjoyed what I want my future to look like. Hopefully this inspired you to kind of plan out your future in a way. And yeah, um if you want your question or need advice, follow the on table Instagram for your question or advice to be featured in the next episode or follow our Twitter at on the table pod on the at on the table underscore pod or if you want to follow our Instagram, it's at on the table podcast an extra T. And lastly, if you want to send us in a voicemail or voice message, you can do that if you have the option, and it'll be included at the end of the episode. New episodes of On the Table air every Friday, except for today. It's airing on Sunday. Um, but yeah, I love you guys, and I hope you have a great day. And remember, you can always just plan out your future. Just make sure you are comfortable with it. I love you guys a lot. I hope you're staying safe. Self. I hope you're staying safe, and goodbye. I love you. Bye.